Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Dina. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. We had so much fun talking to Michael Judson Berry, and he did his Moira Rose, his famous Moira Rose impression for us, and he just thought so quickly on the spot. Oh, it's really exciting. Yes. It's crazy how, like, humble he was, too. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I just, like, decided to do this impression, watched, like, Jonathan, Jonathan Van Ness for an hour, and then did the impression perfectly. Yeah. I'm on the other side like wait that's really hard to do right <laughs> people work years hour. on impressions and yeah. here he is just picking them up left and right in yeah. one morning yeah. he's awesome I'm really glad we got to talk to him yes and uh he's actually starring in an upcoming film called Milk Water that everyone should check out when it comes and before we get to his interview there's one thing there's one TikTok Melissa and I must discuss real quick so the girl sort of sets it up so baylor university uh created this dunk competition on social media it's on both instagram and tiktok and they're giving away a semester of tuition to incoming freshmen uh whoever wins you know the video i guess whatever so (laughs) this girl instead of doing you know a slam dunk as you would expect necessarily she does um a (laughs) put it in quotes, a graceful uh, ballet dance sort of up to the hoop and almost does like a layup, let's call it. It lit- like it seems like it's in slow motion almost. Yeah, she's in ballerina shoes and she does a little plie, whatever you call that. And I quit ballet after three days, so I'm not well versed in ballet language. So she does a little ballet move to the hoop, but the hoop is at her height level and she must be like five four i'm just gonna guess we should get that height guy (laughs) on tiktok to guess her height see if we were right so i mean it's there's build up to her getting to the hoop but then when she's at the hoop it's so short it's an very easy layup hi baylor my name's the i'm an incoming freshman from sunny florida and I may not be a basketball player, but I am a dancer. So this is my shot at the Baylor Thunder Tournament Conference. Sick and bears! Now, both me and Melissa were service on our For You page, and we're like, this is so weird. We have no connection to Baylor University, basketball, ballet, but the comments are savage oh my god (laughs) that was yeah at first i was like why is this on my for you page always when you ask why is this on my for you page go to the comments comments. (laughs) go to the comments the top comment on this video it has 277,000 likes is i hope they make you pay more now You chose the wrong app to post this on. <laughs> and then another one. I feel like I'm on Facebook. <laughs> it's very much how this video felt. 
once again sprinted to the comments. And that encapsulates, Mm -hmm. I think, how a lot of people felt. We all sprinted to the comments. And then this other person saying, TikTok comments sure are ruthless. (laughs) And this last one I gotta say, she's not even moved in yet and she's already got to transfer schools. Tragic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna read, there are some nice comments because TikTok is still a supportive app. It's very rare. It's, it's, that everyone is super savage but i feel like this one they're kind of savage in like a in not such a mean way like they're not commenting on her appearance or anything it's just like (laughs) this video was a letdown why would you even post it but anyway here's a nice comment yes girl you get it don't listen to all those haters you deserve the tuition as much as anyone else who entered you go girl also baylor university themselves commented and they only have about 4,000 TikTok followers and they commented something very nice they said love this creativity thanks for sharing your skills with us Sikkiman good luck that's that it's like you and me had that moment where the two of us were both like why is this on our for you page and I sent it to you and you were like oh my god I saw the same thing (laughs) yeah already got it and so it's like you and me have been close friends for 10 years and we get each other's sense of humor the fact that like everybody in the comments shares our sense of humor too like that that just is like why i love tiktok in a nutshell like absolutely (laughs) all of us have the same sense of humor very very cool and we'll be posting that video along with all the other videos that we talk about with michael on our blog and on our instagram our instagram's too old for TikTok pod. Our blog is too old for TikTok.com. And let's get to the interview. Michael Judson Berry is an actor and comedian. He is most known on TikTok for his Moira Rose and other Shits Creek impressions. And he has over 300,000 followers on TikTok. So welcome to Too Old for TikTok, Michael. Thank you very much. I feel so at home here. <laughs> I'm so happy. Usually we ask, do you feel too old for TikTok? And also, how did you get started on TikTok? I am for sure too old for TikTok. Um, <laughs> I can barely turn my phone on, let alone use it. So the fact that I'm on TikTok is just a hilarious accident. Um, I joined, like many of us, during the pandemic. I had started doing these little videos on Instagram, which was like the only social media app I had. And uh, as Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek doing these little tea times with Moira and enough people were like, well, you should go on TikTok. That's where the cool people are. (laughs) Not to say Instagram is not cool. They're there as well. Um, But I was like, sure. Looked it up and I had to have a friend walk me through how TikTok works Um, and then started posting on there. And uh, and now I'm totally hooked. I love it. I am that person now who stays up until three o'clock in the morning scrolling through my For You page because it's brilliant. They only show me videos I want to see that I didn't even know I needed. A lot of them are ghost stories and fluffy cats. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but that's how and now. Yeah. So it, it that's kind of how it started was for me to post videos. But now it's like now I'm totally hooked. It's great. Yeah, I feel like your story is very similar to people our age story where they started during the pandemic. I know Melissa did. I was a little earlier, so I had to do some convincing. But Mm -hmm. that's we're very happy you joined because we do love your content. Thank you. And uh, what happened after your videos went viral? 
Um, it's, it's been interesting because again, like I'm so not tech savvy that it's a real shock to me and anyone who knows me that I've gone viral, um, and had multiple videos go viral. Um, it's, it's interesting because you think, uh, things would change, but my life feels the same. It's, I'm still just in wigs, sitting in my kitchen, making videos on my phone. I don't really know how to do cool special effects or fun sound effects. It's just me monologuing into my phone. I think because it's the pandemic and we're all locked down, my life hasn't changed. And it's not like I'm going to go out and get recognized on the street because I'm not out very much. And also I don't look like my character. So it's just the the biggest thing, best thing that's come out of it for me is now people reach out to me from all over the world, which that's been really cool. I feel like now I have, and I'll, I respond to everybody because I get so excited. Um, so now I feel like I have new friends that live like in Scotland and in Melbourne and in New Zealand and even in like Turkey and Lebanon. And they'll reach out and tell me all about their lives and um, I think cause a lot of my videos are all about self-love and feeling positive and treating yourself and being kind. A lot of them tell me how they're being kind to themselves during the pandemic. And so that's been what's really neat is that since I've been viewed all over the world, now I've gotten to meet all these cool people that hopefully when we can fly again, I can go meet in person. Yes. <laughs> I love that TikTok bringing people together. And actually yeah. in that vein, I read an article that you are part of a group called the Big Fab, so which is a collection of TikTok readers. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, oh, I was so ready to talk about that later when you were like, what what TikTokers would you recommend? Because we had talked about that. And I was like, oh, I know exactly. Yeah. Um, but these guys, they're great. So this um, wonderful woman named Beth um, followed all of us. And she's a, a travel agent. And she came up with this idea to bring us together initially when we thought maybe we'd be opening back up and we could do some sort of trip to promote lgbtq travel and we could do some sort of fun little TikTok get together in some resort somewhere and um obviously that did not happen since flying is not or traveling internationally is not the best idea so now we do these um monthly zoom parties basically they're like game nights um with aaron goldie boy dylan rattel and gleefully tim and it's great because we're all very different um but we did this christmas show together where we basically had a Zoom hangout where we did sketches and we played games and we did improv games and just had an absolute blast. We ended up going for like three hours. Um, and then we just did a New Year's one in January and we have a Valentine's Day one coming up. And it's all on our, the Instagram, the Big Fab Instagram. But it's just really fun. And that's another one where it's like, we've never actually met in person, but we message almost on a daily basis. Um, Aaron, Aaron Goldieboy is, uh, he walked me through how to use Twitter. And he's solely responsible for, I, I did this Santa baby video that blew up and Chase and Buttigieg liked it and all these people. And he was the one who had to teach me how to post it because I didn't <laughs> know how Twitter worked. So like, thank God for TikTok friends. Um, and they're so inspired. It's, it's wonderful having friends who know much more about that world, um, who are very supportive. So it's really neat. Yeah, now we have this little group where the, this basically little comedy troupe that all found each other, you know, through TikTok. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Yeah, we're constantly yeah. in awe of like, especially during the pandemic, how people are connecting through TikTok with all of yeah. this. People have made real genuine friends and they're creating content yeah. together. It's so cool to see. It's great. Even when I first started and I wasn't sure how TikTok worked, I started following this guy, Chris Tremarkey. I don't know if you know him. He He's based in Melbourne and he did um, lip syncs and he's 
genius. Um, he became famous mostly for doing the Golden Girls lip syncs. And we became like close friends. I think I commented on one of his videos when we, we both sort of got started at the same time. And he's way more savvy than me. So he kind of helped walk me through TikTok as well. But we got to a point where we would FaceTime like every day. Um, and he just became like my quarantine best friend. Um, that. Now that they're reopened and he's back at work, he has a life. It's not every day anymore, which is a little sad. But um, <laughs> since he, you know, has a job and a life. Um, <laughs> but he's still like, I consider him still a really close friend. And that was how we we connected. That's awesome. So how, so, where did the idea for the quarantine time come about? And were you, were you sort of thinking of it like with Instagram in mind or with TikTok in mind? I wasn't thinking. Um, <laughs> it's what does she say in the show? She's like, it's like an avalanche rolling downhill, picking up bodies as it goes. Like whatever that quote is, it's basically been that. <laughs> Bless it, Jon- Jocelyn. Is that a good thing? Oh yes. Um, <laughs> it, my my roommate is a big Shit's Creek fan, so he got me into it. And right before shutdown, I was doing improv at this place in New York called The Pit, and I was at a jam night where anybody can get up, and I got up and did this get uh, this improv scene where it was Moira Rose as the manager of a Sephora. And <laughs> I had done all the voices like with friends, you know, hanging out at dinners or with my roommate joking on pretending to be the characters, but never like really done it. And I don't know, it popped in my head. So it was one of those like, welcome to Sephora. Yes, I'm the manager. Life has gone that low for me. Like, <laughs> and it went really well. And then we, you know, and then we went into shutdown and I was like, well, um, this could be a fun little thing, I guess. And my roommate and I did this little Instagram challenge as Moira and David, because he does a great David. And uh, like the push-up, you know, and we all were doing those challenges. And um, all our friends thought it was hilarious. And so I tried to get him. I was like, what if we do a YouTube show with Moira and David and we'll have tea and we'll call it Quarantine Time since she drinks tea on the show all the time. And, uh, and it'll be just be Moira and David hanging out at home in lockdown. And he had no desire to do this. Um, but I think I had a beer for breakfast and he had some wigs in the bottom of his closet. And I was like, well, I'll just do it myself. Um, so tossed on a black sweater and this kind of, you know, beat up old wig that he had from a Halloween costume and set it up in my kitchen and did the first one. And uh, the first couple inexplicably did really well for me like I didn't have a huge following and the second one got a few thousand views and so I thought well maybe this will be a thing and so a friend of mine who does drag messaged me and he was like well if you're gonna do this brush your hair because your wig's a mess (laughs) I was like okay and then my mom uh called me she's very mom's a psychologist and she's like Michael if you're gonna do this make sure you keep them positive because that's what we need so it started out as these sort of like semi, like a couple times a week, Moira would sit down with a cup of tea and give you sort of like an inspirational pep talk to get through quarantine. Like, don't forget, like, this is tricky, but like, we can do this. Like, but in her own little, you know, sarcastic way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's just sort of blossomed. And now I do the whole family and I do original characters and other celebrity impressions, which I never thought I'd do. I think I was probably the only gay guy in New York who hadn't done a Britney Spears or Cher impression. And now I have. <laughs> um, so, um, so, yeah, it's been a fun each time, each video now. It's like, how can I challenge myself a little bit? That's awesome. It's so funny. I was going to ask about, yeah, the other impressions you've expanded into. When you, It's funny you say, like, yeah, Moira, you kept it positive. One of the first thoughts I had after watching a bunch of your videos, I was like, this sort of reminds me of that Mrs. Doubtfire like bit at uh-huh. the end where she's like, you know, hello, Poppets. 
lo and behold, then you do a Mrs. Doubtfire impression. Yeah. And I was like, ah, like, yeah, you've got so many more impressions up your sleeve. Uh-huh. So, ha- like, yeah, how did how did all these other characters come out? Well, first it was just Moira, and then um, Doubtfire came about because um, I, I genuinely, in real life, I was gardening a bunch in my backyard, and I had a wall, basically, of poison ivy. And where I grew up, we didn't have it, and I didn't know what poison ivy looked like, and so I went to just trim this pretty ivy bush back, covered in poison ivy. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, so I decided, well, this is kind of fun. We'll give Moira poison ivy. So she had it, so she was too itchy to go on for a week. So she needed somebody to step in, and it was Father's Day. And so I thought, I'll do Mrs. Doubtfire. Again, I had never done that impression before. I had never even thought about that voice, which is very hard. But you it was do fun. It and perfectly. Thank yeah. you. Um, and also because a lot of people were comparing me. They were like, I had people commenting who were like, I don't know what character you're doing. Like people who hadn't seen Schitt's Creek. And they're like, I don't know who this is, but this is giving me some serious Mrs. Doubtfire vibes. <laughs> so funny, yeah. And I think, you know, they're kind of similar characters in a lot of way. They're very sweet. They're very comforting. You know, even Moira in her own special way, I think we all find very comforting and lovely. So yeah, so brought in Doubtfire and people liked it. So then I was like, well, I mean, who else can I do? And um, my sister actually suggested Britney Spears because she was doing all those great videos. And so um, my sister actually helped me. She's been home in quarantine. So she coached me on Britney Spears because um, she follows her more closely than I did. So that one went well. So it's just set it off. Yeah, and I've done Patrick Stewart because Moira talks about how much she loved Shakespeare or when she did Shakespeare on the high seas. So I had her do Twelfth Night with Patrick Stewart and yeah, so and it's fun because they're all people I had never done or ever thought I would do. So it's like, and I don't plan that far ahead. So it's like that day I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll do Henry Cavill today. That sounds fun. How does oh, he wow. talk? Yeah. You know. Wow. So is it like that quick for you that you can just sort of pick someone up in a day? Kind of. Yeah, I've always had sort of an ear for voices and accents. I think because I grew up as a huge nerd when I was a kid. And I watched a lot of old movies and old sketch shows. So I grew up with Mel Brooks and Carol Burnett and Monty Python and then all the Robin Williams stand up. And so I would imitate them as a kid. You know, I'd come down for dinner, be like, hello, parents. And they were like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what if, what if we raised? Um, but now it's sort of like, I think because it's uh, I've practiced. So now, yeah, I'm, I've gotten pretty good. If I can hear a voice, usually I can turn it around. Yeah, and often I'll wake up and be like, I think I should do a video. I'll, I'll do a video today. What should I do? You know, it's just whatever thought pops into my head, and then I sit down and write it. And then if there's an impression, I'll take a little bit and listen to them and then do it. So, like, oh I just gosh. did Jonathan Von Ness, and I was like, this is... I spent that morning just watching YouTubes of him. Talk about a great way to start your day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I highly recommend, if you're having a bad day, just binge Jonathan Von Ness, <laughs> and your whole day will be better. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I just saw your video of that too. And you, I'm like, you can't not smile. Like, just yeah, listening just, to Jonathan just Van Ness. thinking about him makes you happy. Yes. It was actually distracting when I went to film it because I just wanted to keep watching him. <laughs> I, I can't wait um, till he reaches out one day. Hopefully he does. That that I, I love I would love yeah. that. And it seems that was, again, my sister. This is where my, my sister's an engineer, but she's so much better at social media than me. She's like, you know, Jonathan Van Ness dances every morning when he has coffee. It's perfect. It's, since you do tea, he yeah. does coffee. Uh. And I was like, you're so right. That's so <laughs> smart. And I never would have thought of that. So thank goodness for brilliant siblings. Yes. <laughs> like, you have a good team around you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think I read that Catherine O'Hare had seen your impression. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. Talk about an amazing moment. Yeah, she was doing an interview leading up to the Emmys. And um, the, the man interviewing her asked her about her accent. And he's like, how does it feel to have created, you know, such an iconic accent so much that people imitate it? Mm-hmm. Um, like this person, Michael Judson Berry. And he just used me as an example. And she's like, oh, I've seen him. He's great. She's like, oh, he's really good. And she's like, basically went into how difficult the accent is because there's no consistency to it. She just sort of <laughs> made it up as she totally. went. And if you follow the series, like, Bebe, which is so iconic now, didn't come in until what, like season four. Yeah. Um, so she just very, and she was like, that's why she was like, I'm shocked. He does it really well because no one can do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I figure it. I, I think because I make it up as I go. But right. yeah, but to hear her and I've been a fan of hers since well before Schitt's Creek, since, you know, Home Alone, Beetlejuice, all the Christopher Guest films. She's and so again, great. I've done many a YouTube rabbit hole of her SCTV sketches with her and Eugene Levy and Andrea Martin and that whole group who I've loved forever. So to have her of all people, you know, say that she's seen them, that they're really good. She said my writing was good, which my brain was like, you know, because she's her comedy taste is is flawless. So she said they're funny i was like cool i can just quit now like, yeah. <laughs> like cool done Pack there will be up. no higher yeah. praise you know <laughs> throw an oscar at me i'm like this is still second best yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is so funny you mentioned that the accent is hard because it is ridiculous or hard but it's so distinct i know that my friends and i who watch we don't say baby anymore we just say baby like or okay. we even spell it b-e-b-e because now anytime i think of baby i just can only pronounce it as Moira Wood. So yeah. even though Schitt's Creek is over, you you know, I, there's longevity to, to what you're doing. Hopefully. I'm just having fun with it. But yeah, it's interesting. And like people have asked me, I put people each other, could you teach me how to do the accent? It's like, <laughs> I actually never sat down and practiced it. It just sort of like was from hanging out with friends and hearing the show. It just sort of did it. And um, I think the first time ever... I guess you could say practiced was people asked me to do the fruit wine commercial and, um, oh, yeah. and just to memorize it. I just watched it over and over again to get the words. And so I think just from watching it so many times, the choreography of the cadence sort of like wedged itself into my brain. It's a fun accent to play with. Oh, yeah. And um, in terms of TikTok, do you have an ultimate goal? Do you know where you want to take it? I'm not sure. I TikTok is so interesting because it's, uh, like when I first got started, I had a few friends who work in marketing and PR who were like, you're doing TikTok wrong. Like, this isn't going to go anywhere for you, Michael, because you're doing it all wrong. You're just monologuing as a character or doing sketches. You should be doing the song challenges and the dance challenges and all that stuff that is, you know, so popular on TikTok. And I was like, right. I don't know how to do those. And that's not who I am. I'm just going to monologue. But I would like to learn more about that. Like, I see all these other people doing these really cool things. And so that's my next step i think is to get more involved with how tiktok works in that tiktok community mm-hmm. um because it all just looks like so much fun and people are creating really neat things and i was like well maybe it's about time i learn how tiktok works and it can be like moira's take on tiktok you know that would be how great, would she do yeah. this dance challenge how would she yes. do this swipe challenge you know yeah mm-hmm. so i think that's my next my next goal with TikTok is to actually become a better TikToker. 
But I do love how your videos are not just monologuing anymore. My, one of my favorite recent ones was the snow when you're with David and you guys are shoveling <laughs> snow. Yes. So they are, yeah. they're very much like scenes of the TV show. Just yeah. you've made this kind of world. So yeah, keep it up. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, shovel, it's, the, shovel yeah. the drive. Again, that was my sister's idea. Oh, I swear well, the oh best God. one, because I, I did fold in the cheese. And then in the election, I said, I did find, count the ballots. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we count this many ballots? You just count them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, in Nevada, these two are counting the ballots. And then we had a snowstorm. I was home. My sister was like, oh, my God, David should shovel the driveway. And I was like, uh-huh. how do you shovel this much snow? You just shovel it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you take that thing. So we'll see what other like things he has to try and figure out as we go. Yeah, because that's great. such a great scene that can apply to so many things, and it keeps it relevant to to today. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have any brands reached out for sponsorship, or do you plan to monetize in any way if you can? Um, well, I I made merch. Um, this is where I'm a terrible businessman too, because <laughs> friends were like, "You should monetize," and I was like, "But I'm just having fun." But uh, my oldest friend, who I've known since I was three, actually is a designer and a brilliant designer so she made a logo for me and she created these really cool designs so they're all on teespring under quarantine time on teespring and i have a link on my my instagram um so i have t-shirts and mugs and all kinds of cool stuff there that she designed for me and uh based off of cool things that i've worn um which i thought was neat and uh yeah and i have had brands reach out i did one for um crunch bars i did a commercial for them as a whole host of characters not Schitt's Creek, all original characters, um, talking about how much they love crunching on Crunch Bars, <laughs> which was very easy for me because I genuinely love Crunch Bars. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, and yeah, and I've had different tea brands, which have been lovely, who have reached out, who have sent me all kinds of Lipton and um, oh, all different perfect. kinds of uh, yeah. Tazo teas have sent me, they'll reach out and they'll be like, we're going to send you a box of tea for you to use. So oh, I now yeah. have so much tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, from these these really nice like it's really sweet because it's genuinely people who follow me from the company and they're like we just want to send you a box of tea because your videos make us happy which has been lovely yeah and then randomly people will just send me jewelry now which is great like if people are they're like I was Marie Kondoing and I came across all this chunky jewelry that I'm never wearing so um I'll just send it to you (laughs) so it feels like I have Christmas all year round now (laughs) oh my gosh that is so beautiful this yeah. community just showering you with gifts. But for real, a guy who's a costume designer who's been out of work because there's no theater sent me a box of gorgeous clothes that he had just in storage. Wow. He works with Alice Ripley a lot, if you know her, though. She's a big Broadway star. And he sent me a Bob Mackie dress and these amazing clothes. And he was like, just, you know, when things reopen again, you can give them back. But I just like your stuff, and I thought you needed to up your wardrobe a little bit. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, what yeah amazing again, community. thank you, TikTok. Yeah, because it's like there's so many nice people in the world that are like, you know, you make me smile, so I want to give you something. You know, and it's really nice. That's amazing. So what does your For You page look like? Oh, I could open it real quick. It's uh, <laughs> my For You page. I... Uh, It's, again, it's a lot of funny cat videos because I never thought I would love them as much as I do. Um, It's a lot of British comedians. Um, I love British humor. And I think, because I don't know, I went down a big rabbit hole of people who were doing lip syncs to um, Hyacinth Bouquet from from Keeping Up Appearances. 
And so now it's a lot of British comedians, a lot of musical theater people. So because I started following people who Jesse Mueller did a whole series of singing and I'm a huge musical theater nerd. So it's also a lot of like musical theater people at home just belting their faces off. Yeah, those are sort of, I think, the, the, the big ones that I get the most. Um, right now, it's a lot of people singing songs from Wicked, which I'm very okay with. It's like the, everybody's guess. mashup of their favorite alpha buzz. I'm like, yes, great. I went through yes. a phase of Wicked TikTok for sure, where and it lasted yeah. for like three months. I'm finally off it. I, there was nothing wrong with being <laughs> on it, but every video on my For You page had to do with Wicked. I think the algorithm just knows, you know, it, like there's Wicked yeah. TikTok. It's like, yeah, it's like you need to defy gravity now. I think I think you need this. Exactly. Uh, but it made me revisit the album, and I just sang it in my car, and it felt really good. So, so thank yes. you, TikTok. Thank you. Um, it knew it. It knew you needed it. Yeah. It yeah. did. So, oh, and this other wait, what's her name? I have to. I can look it up for you real quick. This comedian, that um, she. Sorry, I should have written her name down because no, it's, it's okay. earlier. I was like, oh. And I want to get it right. Zarna Garg. I just discovered (gasps) her. And I spent so, I took basically like a chunk of time and watched every single one of her videos. Yes. She's a New York comedian. She's Indian. And she is Mm -hmm. so funny and and not PC at all. And I love irreverent humor. Um, And she's so smart and funny. So she was my, she's my most recent sort of TikTok binge with Zarna Garg. And um, she followed me on Instagram and I got very starstruck. That's amazing. Um, we, yeah. I, get, I was very excited. I feel like we have very similar For You pages because she's my most recent follow as well. Like she came up, there was ah. a viral video of her doing comedy in Central Park that blew yes. up. And from that, I went to her page. And then, like you said, I watched every single one of her videos. And she is just such a good comedian. So funny, so authentic. And oh, what, yeah. a, what a great, what a great find. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Our TikToks are basically the same. <laughs> Wicked and, and, and Zarda. We have great taste. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, so each week we discuss, like, a side of TikTok. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk to you about actor TikTok. Um, (laughs) You know, in light of the the very actorly Moira Rose, of course. Uh Um, The the acclaimed thespian (laughs) who's no longer simply nominated. (laughs) He's now an award-winning actor. But we also, so you, we, you know, did a little of our own research on you, but you have a background uh-huh. in like casting too. Is that right? Yeah. So I went to Boston University where I got my BFA in acting and um, they had a deal with CBS because the head of CBS at the time was an actress who ended up running CBS because acting didn't work out for her, but she did okay. <laughs> she did um, she ended up running a major network. <laughs> um, and uh, so she would bring um, any aspiring actor, director, writer, whoever recent graduate out to LA to intern. And um, to learn about the business, because obviously in drama school, it's a lot of rolling around in sweatpants and crying and feeling feels, but <laughs> they don't teach you very much about the, the realities of the business. So she would bring actors out and have us intern with casting directors to really learn how it worked. So I worked on CSI Miami wow. and ended up really liking it. And the assistant, when I was the intern, her name was Melissa Delizia, and now she's a huge casting director out in LA. She does drunk history and like, pen 15 and so she and I stayed really close friends and so she ended up hiring me later as her first assistant when she created her own business 
And, um, and I worked with Jim Carnahan in New York on a couple Broadway shows and Susie Ferris out in LA on TV. So I've done, I've consistently gone back and forth um, between acting and casting, um, which I feel really lucky. It's fun. It's, it gives you great perspective no matter yeah. which side of the table you're on. You know, as an actor coming in, it's like I view auditions very differently than I did mm-hmm. before. And, it, you know, it definitely takes a lot of pressure off when you are behind the scenes and you see why people do and don't get roles sometimes. And, yeah. and just how badly casting directors want you to succeed. You're like, oh, no, I shouldn't be afraid of the casting director in an audition because they are rooting for me as much as I am. Because mm. um, the best problem they can have is everyone is brilliant. Right. You know, the, the worst role. is when you yeah. finish a session and you're like, ah, like three people got this right. You know, which, you know, is rare that's only, you know, usually you have a good amount. But, but yeah, it's like, oh, no, they're they're my best ally. Um, and that's very comforting now going into an audition. It's like, OK, you're not scary. You're not intimidating. You want me to be good. So thank you. you know? <laughs> and your day is very long. You're about to see like 150 oh, yeah. people do the same scene. Oh, <laughs> like, so, yeah. That, so it, a million reasons why. I wanted to talk to you about actor TikTok because you yes. have all the all the perspectives on it. Uh-huh. So, actor TikTok, the the accounts we're gonna highlight. I will caveat with they are very like TikToky um, yes. in that like it's not it's not like our musical theater side that we're all on <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> it's not like. <laughs> not a bunch of like 30 somethings in new york um it's yeah it's very tiktoky it's very young um mm-hmm. the there's so there's been this wave of just like people acting on tiktok and they're yep. a lot like i'm assuming these people are either like very early 20s maybe still some of them are even in their teens but like so th- so this first one we'll talk about um eliana eliana Again, am I pronouncing that right, Dina? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. She's like famous on TikTok for doing these acting challenges. Yes. Um, so so she like talks directly to the camera. And so that's sort of the whole thing is and that's why like the casting interests me because it's almost like these people are doing a reading as if they're mm-hmm. at a casting call, but like to TikTok. So they're looking yeah. directly into the camera. And it's like they're faking like a scene that like they have a scene partner and then they're responding. So so this Eliana, she does like this whole bit where she'll sort of like provoke people she'll, to do a scene with her in the same way you might at a casting call, like read a scene. with Yeah. Someone. Yeah. She's like your reader when you come into the room. She's your acting partner who's there all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, she she's is gr- acting. <laughs> she is. I think it's so smart. Well, she... I, they almost feel like, um, like she feels like she would be an acting coach mm. to me. I don't know much about her history. Um, I did a duet with her because she does the duets where, you know, she puts your lines up. And she, yes. I, we did um, Mean Girls and I did Moira's Regina George. Yes. And because um, that to me was just <laughs> very funny where she was like, we wear pink on, you know, whatever. Mean Girls acting challenge. Duet me. You are the blue line. Regina, you're wearing sweatpants. It's Monday. So? But that's against the rules, and you can't sit with us. Those food were not even real. They were that day. I wore a vest. That's because that vest was disgusting. You can't sit with us. 
And stop acting like a discourteous bebe. I just thought those lines sounded so funny coming out of her. But she's so good. And she's, I think she's so smart because she picks scenes that you would get when you do sort of a workshop with a casting director. Because a lot of them do those workshops where you, uh, you pay, you know, actors will pay to come in and basically get like a two-day acting class with a big casting director. Where it's sort of a mixture of like, yeah, you get to show off for the casting director and hope they bring you in. But also a lot of them are genuinely very good acting coaches. But they use these sort of kind of not generic but they use very specific scenes that will sort of challenge you but are short that are really good audition scenes um and i feel like she it's as if she has a book of like every tv show's auditions she's like Grey's anatomy and you know hit like cw shows and then like sitcom stuff and then mean girls like her scene choices are brilliant and she completely is like done up um, so like if I was a casting director watching her also, it's like for her, what a great showcase hmm. to be like, here I am doing a period piece here. I am doing a sitcom here. I am doing a network show. I think it's so smart. And her like camera quality is really good. Yeah. It just feels like, it feels like an acting class, you know, which I think is just brilliant. I think she's so smart. She's so good in all of them too. Like she's a great scene partner. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. Like you said, I wonder if she is using it as a calling card. And did you ever think, you know, to show someone your whole, basically your TikTok channel as a calling card in that way? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, for an actor and for a writer, you know, I hadn't written that much before. And now I think I've done 103 episodes and they're all sketch. And so now I have friends who are writers reaching out and they're like, oh, you're actually quite a good writer and your jokes are funny. We should go, like I'm writing a pilot right now with a guy in London Amazing. and um, that we're, we're collaborating on, which never would have happened otherwise. Right. You know, That's I knew him so before, but awesome. now he's like, oh, you can also write. Cool. Yeah. And then now I have like casting directors who follow me and producers who follow me. And, um, and one friend who's a, a casting associate, she was like, you know, you should look at SNL and think about what SNL does when they're looking for actors and see if you can tick those boxes just in your TikTok. Like, right. what impressions could you do? What things could you create that if somebody from SNL saw your page, it basically is a giant audition. Right. Um, so along with, you know, I like doing these and they're fun and they make people happy and they make me happy. But also, yeah, as an actor showcase, it's great. And I think that's what she's doing. And I think it's it's really smart. Or if she ever out of this, if she's like, I'm going to create my own acting studio and coach wow. actors as a side business while I'm auditioning, I'd sign up for her class. Clearly, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And her lighting is perfect and her looks are perfect. Yeah. yeah. Her production value is, is amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was half as polished as she is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish I knew, like, how to get a camera to look like that like Dina's always telling me like for some reason I'm constantly grainy and I don't know what to do about this but like whatever she's doing it's working yeah it's like I'm currently sitting in the dark right now actually so yeah my my lighting is terrible I just have like a $25 ring light I got on Amazon yeah hers looks like it's professionally produced and she's probably shooting it on an iPhone and with a ring light like the rest of us and just is is I don't know magic But yeah, I think she's so smart and she makes it so look so professional the way she does like your lines versus her lines and the way she highlights them and puts it's so specific and the colors are so vibrant. I don't know. I think she's she's a genius. And it's it makes sense like that she just 
popped off on TikTok. Like, yeah, because you're right. Like, pointing all of this out, like, it's sort of everything the how to, like, be successful on TikTok, she's done. Like, her videos look great. It's a very specific format. You know exactly what you're going to get every time she posts Mm -hmm. something new. You're right. The captions always look the same. Like, there's consistency to it. It's, Mm -hmm. yeah, she's really just hit all the check marks as far as, like, how to be successful on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And she's a good enough actor to do so many different styles of scripts Mm. so that, you know, anybody who duets with her is going to feel like it, you know, if if someone just loves Grey's Anatomy, they can go through and find, you know, their favorite Grey's Anatomy scene that she's posted and they can do it. I think I've I've seen such a wide variety of people duet her stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like because it is it's people who might just be like super into Grey's Anatomy, she pops up on their mm-hmm. for you page. People who are into comedy, she pops up on their page. Yeah. Like there's, she really has an endless well of like yeah. content and people to reach with it with this premise. And I wonder how many actors duet her just because so much because we're all out of work basically. There's so little opportunities to act right now, and um. I wonder how many actors are duetting her just to stay, to keep practicing, hmm. you know, just because it's, you know, it's a must leave to keep doing it. And, um, and her scenes are such wonderful. They feel like audition scenes and they're so well laid out. I just wonder how many, how many stage actors and TV film actors who aren't getting auditions are just duetting her just to keep up their chops. Oh, I love wow. that you, you can know? use TikTok as a tool for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even if you didn't post it, you know, she'd be a fun one to do scenes with just to do. You know, just to be like, okay, yeah. how do how do I do this? How do I prep? How do I deliver a line? On the other end of the spectrum, I guess, an uh, acting TikTok, there's like these young boys, usually very attractive, who talk to the uh-huh. camera, and it's kind of like it's in a similar way, but also it it feels a little thirst trappy to, to me. <laughs> so. I guess the the first one is um, Chris Barnett. Chris, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I Chris has a special place in my heart because Chris was the first duet I ever did. Because um, no I love old movies, and I never thought Moira would be a good yes. like duetty type character. I was like, I'm probably not going to do duets or stuff. I see them, but I probably won't. Um, but he was doing vintage acting challenges. Yes. Mm-hmm. I and that. I grew up watching old movies like Cary Grant was my favorite actor, Arsenic and Old Lace, Harvey. Like I grew up watching those old 30s screwballs and he does that style so well. Like That's he so nails sort of a parody of that style. And I just had to. I was like, well, this is great. It's so over the top. I'm just going to put feathers on my head <laughs> and Moira's going to do a scene with him. And that was the first video I had go get over a million views. Oh, I love oh, that. Um, was that one? Vintage acting challenge. Do at me. You're the black line. Isn't it about time we end the charade? Why, well, surely I don't know what you mean. Oh, cheekbones and no brains. I'm leaving you. You can't leave me. I need you. Oh, is that what you call riding my coattails? You'll never work in this town again. I'll make sure of that. Oh, but honey, this town's already mine. And I think his duets happened to be trending at the time. Mm-hmm. And his, and then the one I did, the Mean Girls one that I, I did, um, those two were the top two videos on that trend for a while. Wow. Um, 
So, but he was the one that got me on it. And I was like, you are the reason that I ever was trend. I was trendy for the first time in my life. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that was the number one duet video. And so I, and he messaged me after and he was like, you're great. Like, I'm so glad you so did nice. this. And so we messaged a little bit. He's the sweetest guy. So cute. Um, oh my gosh. And so I did a few more with him. Whenever he did the vintage ones, I would just do Moira doing vintage acting. And I had a blast with him. I think he's so creative and crazy and fun. Okay, I, t- I take back what I say about Thirst Trappy. About oh, no, him. don't get me wrong. He's also that, too, because he's he's gorgeous, and I'm sure yeah. he's fully aware that he's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. he's nice, but also, I mean, sky's blue, you know, grass is green, he's beautiful. Yeah. Like, there are just yeah. some things that are facts. Um, yeah. He clearly owns a mirror and has seen his face. Yeah. Um, he's extremely handsome, and I'm sure he's well aware of it, and he uses it very effectively. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's a tool in his arsenal you know i do wacky voices he's got a jawline that you could grate cheese on um and, and i think he's fully aware of that and he's got this great sort of christian bale level of like he he makes himself feel a wee unhinged which i think is kind yeah. of exciting because yeah. where she uh, oh i know i'm having such a brain fart what's her name again eliana 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 where she is so consistent I think he does have a consistency in that he usually has that yellow background. His videos are always lit the same way, so they look the same, but you never know what he's going to do. He's very like, all the people that are like, you give me Christian Bale and American Psycho vibes, I think he does very effectively where it's like, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a vintage thing? Is it just going to be him like sobbing to like an 80s love ballad? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is it going to be him being super creepy in a mirror and being like, please never show up in my room? Like, you never know what he's, even though it looks the same, it's like, what's it going to be? And it's creepy a lot, but in a very interesting, because I think he's so charismatic and he is so handsome that even when he's creepy, you still want to watch it. Yes. I think he's great. Yes. Yeah. Um, And talk about another cool showcase. Like I had two casting friends reach out to me after that duet and they both were like, I just IMDb'd him and looked him up. I want to know who this actor is. So that, you know, when, yeah. And they were like, I've never seen him. And this was before he like blew up, blew up. And I did my duet with him. And then like the next week he was like, Um, I I don't think it's because of me. I think it was the time. (laughs) But he, I take full credit for his success. But they both were like, I got a high, you know, I want him on my list of actors to watch because he's so exciting. You know, he's more than just like a pretty boy. He's a pretty boy with with an interesting vibe, you know. One of them likened him to Heath Ledger, where she was like, he's yeah. beautiful, but unexpected and clearly very talented. Oh my Sorry, God. now I'm just rambling. No, <laughs> I'm no. no so I'm like true. fascinated by it. Cause, so honestly, this is why I like really wanted to get your perspective as like somebody who's been an actor for a while, worked in casting. Because I saw these and like, yeah, what you know saying? I was like, whoa, thirst trap. Like these guys are making me uncomfortable just like watching TikToks <laughs> on my couch. <laughs> um, but like, but it's really interesting to hear this perspective that like as actors and yeah these people are all I think just like young actors like trying to find work like this is this is working and like they're actually doing yeah. a really good job they're making what seems like great use of their time in quarantine we're <laughs> like mm-hmm. why not put together your own reel they've amassed every single one of these ca- accounts has well over a million followers like yeah. it it's really cool to actually think of this more professionally that like these people are definitely going to be like 
CW stars. Is the CW still a network? Oh, Am yeah. I that old? It is. I used to cast for the CW. I did a season. I did pilot season for them once. Okay. Um, they are still around. Uh, yes. And that's where like I, and I think influencers are bigger now than ever, but I remember a few years ago with Melissa Delizia, we cast a, a pilot and um, it was being co-produced by this company that wanted influencers in it. And they were like, so for the cast of series regulars, they're like, if we add up all of their followers, it has to add up to this number of followers that we had to try and reach. So it was either hire like two influencers or hire all the actors with decent followings. Um, And I think it is becoming more and more important. And so for somebody like him, I think for a lot of actors in general, yeah, it's a great way to get discovered. And if you're like him and you have millions of followers, then shows are going to want to hire you because your audiences will come with it. Or like an indie film that might be having trouble getting funding if they can go to producers and be like, well, we got this guy and he's got two million followers. If he does this movie and posts about it, we're guaranteed maybe a million people will hear about it. You know, that helps. And um, and I know with brands like with Crunch, when I did that commercial for, for crunching, and now I, I have another one that I'm working on, they were talking about how they were like, this is the new way to market our product they're like not many our demographic doesn't really watch regular tv with regular commercials most of the stuff they watch it online so they can either skip the commercial or so they're like but if we can have you just make a video featuring it in your style that's how we're going to do commercials now and so you know for somebody like him with millions of followers you know i can't imagine how many brands are like you know name your price right (laughs) you know because so many more people are going to see it. Absolutely. So yeah. Anyway, I feel like that's a whole different topic. But as an actor, you know, talk about what a great showcase. And I think he's especially one of those, you know, I think there are so many actors out there who are really attractive, but maybe not the most, not the best actor. I had a casting director say once, she was like, it's, it's hard sometimes to find somebody who's so beautiful in a, a TV specific way, mm. who's also a fabulous actor. And I think he's one of those guys, you know. Yeah, that's very true. He's got the jawline and the chops. Exactly. (laughs) There's two more uh, we should just mention quickly. The first is Jason on comms and the second is Jackson Pasaglia. And Mm -hmm. they're pretty similar to um, Chris Barnett in terms of style, talking to the camera and kind of everything we we discussed. Yeah. Where when you look at their page, like every thing looks like a beautiful headshot. Exactly. That's such a good observation too. Yeah, each one is so well lit and really cropped in super close. It's like yeah. every one of these stills just looks like another headshot. Of <laughs> so true. I'm looking at Jason's because these two I hadn't heard of. But again, um, my For You page doesn't give me cool, trendy people. You know, it gives me <laughs> wicked. And not to say they're not cool and trendy. Those ones are awesome. It's just different. But I was glancing through them. They're great. He's His is really fun. It, his feels much more TikTok centric mm-hmm. to me. It feels much more like... Um, more in the vein of like I'm doing TikTok yeah. videos, whereas the other two to me feel a bit more like I'm an actor doing acting videos in this in using TikTok rules and guidelines. Right. Whereas he to me feels like a, a TikToker who's an actor, if that makes sense. Yes, and is also very pretty. Yeah, um, <laughs> so 
so pretty. So, yeah. yeah. Um, he, but this, it looks so young. I feel so. I feel creepy saying he's pretty because he looks like, like he's 12. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying. That's why mm-hmm. I was, like, creeped out by these people. But now right. I'm like, yeah. okay, just, like, think of them professionally. Right. <laughs> yes. He, to me, feels also way more CW. Like, this Jason, to me, feels very... Having cast for the CW, I'm like, you feel like a CW guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you not already the series regular on a CW yeah. show? Well, and he's, you know, is this the one who, like, he sort of looks like Johnny Depp? Like, he, like, he has done, like, serious pirate. Johnny Depp vibes. Yeah. And he, and yeah. he plays into it. He Completely does a lot of, like, Pirates goatee. of the Caribbean characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's and he, I think, is, attractive. yeah. And he, he with, he, like, the blood, you can tell he's like, I'm going to show off this thing. But it does. You're right. It has a very Tim Burton feel to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's fun. I can't wait to do a deeper dive into his stuff. I feel like, what can I learn from this child who's better at this? Than me? I say child. Watch. He's like 37. I, he just has just an amazing good. skincare I'm routine. Like, that too. like, watch. He just, yeah. he moisturizes. Like, <laughs> that happens to me when I'm watching like CW shows still as like a 31 year old. I'll like hey, IMDB great them. Stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. obsessed. And then I IMDB thinking like, because they are playing like a 16 year old. So I'll yeah. IMDB and find out they were born like two years after I was. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what? I thought this person was 16. Yeah. Nope. They're just extremely well preserved. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the opposite. I plan on Maggie Smithing it. Where I'm like, I'm just going to look. I can't wait for when I just, when I'm 40, but look 80. And I just play, like, curmudgeon old men for, like, 50 years. It's going to be great. I can't wait to, like, hit my stride at that point. Like, I love it. I think yeah. that's when it's all going to come together. Since I've become successful playing a woman in her, what, early 60s. Right. Like, this feels very correct. Like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Where do we go? I like that you use Maggie Smith as a verb, because that should be a verb. It's a Maggie Smith. We should, yeah. Yes. Although maybe she's not the best example because she was really famous when she was young and beautiful. That's true. Um, I don't know who Judy Dent. Well, she's been around forever. Anyway, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to list British ladies because they're great. <laughs> yes. Just one day you're just going to turn into an old British woman. <laughs> I can't wait for the day that I'm Maggie Smith. I'm just going to wake <laughs> up one day and be in a grocery store and some kid is going to be like hi and I'm be like you're ghastly (laughs) I imagine you with a cane for some reason like hitting oh for sure yeah Yeah. totally cane that I don't need but I have it's a prop (laughs) and I never wait in lines not a single line I just walk right to the front and they're like there's a line and I'm like do you know how old I am I don't have time to wait in lines I'm wearing extremely short shorts and very high socks. And now I'm Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Um, like, here I am. So you mentioned a few of your favorite TikTok creators already, but are there any more yes. you want to mention or if you want to mention them again? Um, well, my, my big fab bunch, Aaron Goldieboy, Gleefully Tim, and Dylan Rattel, who I think what the four of us have in common too is we're all really feel good. Like, especially like Tim and Dylan are the type where, like, if you're having a bad day, because they don't do, they do sketches as well, but a lot of them is them just, you know, talking and giving these beautiful affirmations. And you're like, like, Dylan will just go out and just stand, and he's like, remember to put your feet on the ground. And you're like, yes. You know, and then Aaron Goldenboy, who's just, like, a master of the duets when we're speaking of duets. Yeah. You know, he duets other people and is genius. And talk about somebody who knows how to do TikTok um, and knows how to, 
monetize TikTok where he he has brands that clearly have reached out to him to do ads, but his ads never feel like ads. Mm-hmm. They feel like brilliant sketches. Like, I think he's one where we all could learn how to like, how do you create an ad that is fun and doesn't feel like a commercial? He's brilliant at it. So I love, I love my boys. Like I said, Chris Tremarkey, who got me into this, who now that he's working in as a life again, doesn't TikTok as much anymore, but he has loads of videos that that's a fun rabbit hole to go down is all of his lip syncs because they were just so good. Zarna, you know, our yes, wonderful yes, comedian. Definitely. Um, who, I mean, those are the ones that jump to mind. Now I'm just like pulling up my TikTok and I'm like, who, who am I? We always have this where it's so hard to remember people's handles. Like you see them, but you, it's, it's just hard to remember the handle. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm also terrible at names in general. Like I'm shocked I can remember my own name, let alone other people's. <laughs> yes. Like I look at my parents, I'm like, what are you called? Um, <laughs> so, so especially when it comes to, to, to handles. Because also I think with TikTok, I, I look at the video and I'm guilty of that where I see one that's wonderful and I so rarely clock the person's name I'm just like oh that was wonderful and, and then I keep going you know it's yeah um, that's the nature of it sure yeah it's so brilliantly designed to sort of just keep flowing Ooh, what's the guy do you know the guy I would look up his name but it would I we'd be here for another 20 minutes but he tells creepy stories he's huge as well he has millions of followers and he always has a freaky background and he tells true crime stories but minute long ones that they're like horror stories but are true oh and it's like <gasps> and i got into a thing where i'd watch them before bed oh, that which was a mistake me. yeah um he i think it was around halloween and he came up and i got into this true crime phase and so it was a lot of like people telling true crime and like old hollywood crime stories right and things. oh yeah um, but he does Oh, and he's, I wish I could find his name. He's got brown hair and kind of a goatee. And We'll try to dive oh. in. I, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. I think I've seen some of his videos. I can't remember yeah. his name for the life I think of me. he's big on YouTube as well. Like, usually I think okay. the TikTok, it's like a one-minute abbreviated version of the full story that's usually on YouTube. But yeah, love a creepy true crime ghost story. Yeah, oh, we, will, <laughs> we will look that one up, yeah. Yeah. So now we'll move into our lightning round and we thought it'd be fun yes. for you to do your Moira Rose impression. So we're going to ask okay. Moira some questions if that's okay with you. I should fire away. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great start. Perfect. So <laughs> what's Moira's favorite TikTok trend? Moira's favorite TikTok trend? Well, I would say it was probably the one where you flip a shoe in the air and then you kick it and you're in an entirely new outfit. Because as you know, I do enjoy my fashion trends. And the more fashion uh, items that I can portray in a single video, the better. But I, I will say trying to time the shoe flip, well, that is an excruciating process. And I kept flinging my shoe into the air trying to kick it. I felt like a... A Mexican football player. <laughs> I nearly, I nearly ruined a perfectly nice pair of Chanel slingbacks, <laughs> but it was worth it in the end. And you get to feature an entirely new wig with each one, and who does not want to show off their coiffure prowess? All of my ladies were on display in those ones. Right, what is Moira's least favorite TikTok trend or song? Least favorite TikTok song? Wow. Perhaps, well, I haven't heard the entire song yet, but WAP, I believe it's called. Um, many people told me I must do a WAP dance. 
and I saw a small clip of it and I just thought I don't have the lumbar support to do something like this. I, I don't think my lower back could handle it. I'd probably slip a disc. And so I couldn't even bring myself to listen to the entire thing because I think it would break my heart to see something so, so trendy that I could not participate in. I, I just am not designed to move like that. I, 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 many years of Martha Graham does not prepare one for Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> what does Moira think of famous TikTokers like Charlie D'Amelio and Addison Rae? Of who? <laughs> you said, I'm sorry, I'm so unfamiliar with these names. Of famous who are they? Charlie D'Amelio and Addison Rae. Charlie D'Amelio, I, I would have to take a glance at them. I don't would think they have ever frequented Elton John's parties. So if they were not one of the many on that yacht, I can't say I'm very familiar with them. And even those parties, typically it was just me and Goldie Hawn standing in the corner getting in the fruit punch and just judging everyone. Well, not judging, but doing running commentary. We see Diane Keaton walk in and we just say, there's another white belt. <laughs> What is Moira's number one piece of TikTok advice? To just stay true to yourself. Honestly, everybody out there has their own voice and is doing their own thing and it's near impossible to please everyone. Believe me, I know from my days on Sunrise Bay when I would meet all the fans and did they have notes for me. And so I just thought, no, be true to yourself. People might say, oh no, it's too spooky. But I say, if it brings you joy, then just follow your heart and wear as many wigs as you choose and don't let them get you down. <laughs> Who would Moira want in her hype house? In my hype house? Well, I, I have a small guest house. I don't know how many people I could fit in there. Is a hype house something similar? I, I'm not entirely sure what that that phraseology even is a hype. I suppose it's a group of people hyping you up before you walk into a place. If so, I just say anyone enthusiastic with decent vocal training, because <laughs> no one wants vocal fry when they're being hyped. Preferably somebody who's a powerful singer, maybe the ensemble from the recent revival of um, Kiss Me Kate. They were good singers. <laughs> Perhaps they could do a three-part harmony as I walk into a room. <laughs> Or the cast of Book of Mormon. They're very cheeky. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Sorry, I was like, I haven't tried to do her on the spot like that. So That was you beyond are brilliant. So good. Yes. I feel like thank you, you like don't realize how good you are. Oh, no. <laughs> the fact that you just spin these off on the so spot. quickly. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so good. You got into yeah. character in like zero to a hundred in like <laughs> Point one seconds. That was amazing. Uh, that made our, that made our dreams come true. Thank you. That <laughs> thank you. And sorry because I genuinely was like, I don't know what a hype house is. Oh, I but had luckily a she wouldn't that. either. She exactly. wouldn't. Exactly. Like, she wouldn't. There's no way she would have to have Alexis explain it to her. She'd be like, Alexis, what is a hype house? Is it like a sauna? Like... <laughs> goes, yes. Oh my god. Truly, yeah. Truly. Um, all right, so we'll close out. Let us know, like, all your handles. Tell our listeners where to find you, where to get more of the, the good stuff. Yes. Um, so my Instagram and my TikTok are mjudsonberry. Um, I am on the, the tweeter. 
um, which is M. Judson one Barry, because M. Judson Barry was taken, I think by me when I tried to create an account a long time ago (laughs) and didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Um, So I'm pretty sure I I messed it up myself. And then on on YouTube, just under Michael Judson Barry. Um, And then for the, the group of us, the TikTok boys, it's Big Fab Productions on Instagram. And that's what our next event is in February, our Valentine's Day event, which is going to be really fun. We're doing, um, we have two makeup professionals coming in who are giving us makeup tips and we're all going to try and learn how to do our makeup. Um, we have guest stars coming in to do like, um, that are all couples. We're going to do Valentine's Day couple games. And even Moira, we're going to have Moira Rose do speed dating. Oh my God. So, it's. You know, so for me, that's the only bit I'm going to do is Moira, but the rest is, um, it should be a really fun night. So for anybody who, who is interested in that. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This was so much fun. I, I'm going to be, my mouth is hurting because I was laughing so hard. So thank you yes. so much. I, thank you. Yeah, my face hurts a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This was amazing. I hope that tonight I dream of Moira Rose and Goldie Hawn on a boat together. Sounds like literally heaven. That sounds like just a chilled Chardonnay with those two ladies. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is fun.